This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro. The first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious handwashing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Unitherapy. My name is Kat, and I am your host. And before we get started, real quick reminder up top that although I am a licensed therapist, this podcast is not a replacement for actual therapy. However, it can still be a helpful tool in your life, and I do hope that it actually is that. Now, if you're new to the podcast, then you might be wondering, what is Couch Talks? Well, Couch Talks is the bonus episode that comes out on Wednesdays where I answer questions that you guys send in to Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. Now, this week is fun because I am both answering a question and reading an email from a listener that actually doesn't have a question in it, but it definitely made me smile and I'm going to somewhat use it to answer the question that I have for today. So here's the email. And as always, I like to keep the emails anonymous just for general safety. So if this is your email, shout out to you. Hi, Um, but I'm not going to read your name. So here is the email got. Hi, Kat. I am a longtime listener of the Bobby Bones show and then started listening to the four things podcast. In 2019, my family and I were in New York in a miserable place in life, and I had to step away from listening to Amy's podcast because she was just, in quotes, too damn happy, which I should have realized was a me issue and should have alerted me to the fact that something was wrong. But in 2021, we moved out of our trauma experience, and I resumed listening to Amy's many podcasts. I was so excited when I heard you were on there and have now started listening to Uni Therapy from the beginning. I've been undergoing some trauma therapy and your podcast has allowed me to just breathe knowing that I'm okay, I'm not alone, and there is so much room to grow and bloom out of the insanity of life. I just listened to your What is Narcissism episode and cried. I was in a horrible relationship and was able to get out after two years. I am now married and have two boys of my own, but I always felt like a piece of me was at fault for that relationship and I almost worried about, in quotes, bringing that on myself again. I even worried I would bring it out of my husband, who is a human saint, by the way. 
but it was so helpful for my heart to hear that it wasn't my fault. It wasn't something that I did or didn't do as the reason that I was treated so poorly. I'm not even sure why I'm sending you this email, except to tell you that I am so thankful for you and your podcast. Thank you for allowing me to sit in my room alone and listen while being vulnerable and knowing you are being truthful and not purposely steering me or anyone else in a way that serves an agenda. Again, thank you. And I agree with the listener who wrote in Amy's podcast about your laugh. It's infectious and I truly love it. It reminds me that true joy is obtainable and beautiful. Blessings. Okay, so a couple things here. I highly recommend listening to the episode on narcissism that she referenced. You can just search what is narcissism, you need therapy, and you can find it. And then also, if you're like, what is she talking about with your laugh? That part's because I was listening to an episode of The Fifth Thing that I did with Amy, who, if you are unaware of this, that I co-host Amy's Fifth Thing, which is her Tuesday episode of her podcast, Four Things with Amy Brown. So if you need to hear my voice on Tuesdays, then you can listen to that. So just search Four Things with Amy Brown and I will be there. But I was listening to an episode one day and I texted her and said, oh my gosh, my laugh is so annoying. And then a listener wrote a review that said my laugh made me sound immature and she thought it was annoying as well. So Amy ended up bringing this up on the podcast and we talked about it and she was telling me how she likes my laugh and then she was reading a review she saw where somebody I think said that they liked my laugh and so it was just a good way to bring up the conversation around like just because one person thinks one thing it doesn't mean that everybody thinks that and it was a good reminder for me to listen to what I tell other people because I always say that you can't please everybody and if you're pleasing everybody you're not being authentic I think that the only issue here was like, I actually did think my laugh was annoying <laughs> in one of the episodes, but that doesn't really matter because if it brings you guys joy, then I will laugh all day long because I enjoy doing those episodes and I like laughing. So there's that. Anyway, so that's what that is from. And for anybody who has emailed me about my laugh, thank you. I read them all. And for those of you who have emailed me about the mayonnaise situation, and if you're still confused, just go listen to the fifth thing. I appreciate you guys for looking out for me and for sending me some ways to eat chicken salad without mayonnaise because I cannot stand mayonnaise, but I really want to eat chicken salad. It's a whole thing. Now, anyway, back to the point of all this. So I am going to answer a question that I've received this question in like a million different forms over the past couple years. And I, I might've talked about it before, but it's a good time to talk about it again. And the question is really simple yet very important. How do you know when you have found the right therapist? And if you're like, what the heck does that email that you just read have anything to do with that question? Well, it's because I want to start my answer with something that this listener wrote in the last paragraph. And I read it again. She said, thank you for allowing me to sit in my room alone and listen while being vulnerable and knowing you are being truthful and not purposely steering me or anyone else in a way that serves an agenda. And this is a crucial part of how you know that you are in good hands. Our agenda as therapists has to be your agenda of your best interest. We don't have buy-in to steer you in a direction that serves us. We are helping you steer yourself into a direction that serves you. So that means that your therapist doesn't have to be like you. She doesn't have to, or he doesn't have to, or they don't have to look like you. They don't have to sound like you. They don't have to similar experiences or experience what you are processing currently because it's not about us. What we personally believe and what we would do doesn't really matter in these situations when we're sitting with clients, helping them process their own lives. And a good fit feels like it's okay to show up with all your beliefs without having to worry about if they align with that therapist that you're sitting with. 
knowing that the work that you're doing is in the best interest of solely you. And that is first and foremost, the most important part of all of this. And this question is asking, how do we know the therapist is a good fit, not just a good therapist? So that means the same therapist can feel completely different to two people. I also believe that sometimes we need different kinds of therapists for different parts of our lives and for different things we're processing. So I say all of this to say, I'm not saying this kind of therapist is good and this kind of therapist is bad. That's like a whole nother question. We're talking about how do you know if the therapist works for you? And the first thing is to like, well, do I feel like this therapist is guiding me to what they want me to do? Or are they guiding me to what is in the best interest of me for what I came here to find? It's something that's really hard, I will say, as a therapist to learn how to do, at least it was for me in the beginning, to kind of like put your stuff aside. Like it's pretty hard to put your stuff aside, but still be a human and know that like you might think that like their life would be better if they did this or if they found this or if they whatever, but they might not be asking for that. And they might be totally okay living their life this way, even though you would not be okay with that. And that's okay because that's not the point of why they're there. It's really tough. And I don't even know if that made sense, but that's how tough it is. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro. The first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybrezza.com. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right. So going back to where I said that I believe that like sometimes you need different therapists for different points in your lives. There's been a point in my life where I needed a therapist that was very much older than me. She was very grandmotherly and felt very warm. And, and that felt like a good fit to me there. And then there was points in my lives where I needed a therapist that was way more direct and way more pushy in a, like a kind, loving, empathetic way. And a therapist that was way more inclined to dig into some of my trauma versus a therapist that was helping me like sit through a really hard time and kind of just like hold that space. So depending on where you are and what you need, the therapist could be a good fit or not the best fit. Now, part of this is hard to answer because I want to say that, you know, you have the right fit of a therapist when you feel like you can be yourself and you can be open and you can say whatever and you know that you're safe in the room and all that. 
But that might be hard to experience, not because the therapist is the bad fit, but because of your own stuff. It might have nothing to do with a therapist. So there's a difference right here that I think is important to note that there's a difference in feeling comfortable and feeling safe. And so I think it's really important to feel safe with a therapist. And that's a way you can know that like, this is a good fit. I feel safe with her versus feeling comfortable because a lot of times we're very safe, but our experience is very uncomfortable because therapy is uncomfortable. And then a lot of times we're really comfortable, but it's not really safe for us to stay there. It's like keeping us stuck in a place that's not best for us. So I would ask myself more, do I feel safe versus do I feel comfortable? Also, this reminds me of a conversation I had with a friend of mine who recently went back to therapy. And there's a lot that happened in this experience. She only went to this therapist, I think four times or something like that. But she was telling about how this one time she was talking about this anxiety she was having over plans. And there's a lot of details to this that I'm going to leave out for the sake of her privacy. But she was telling the story to her therapist that if I heard this, I would have been like, Ooh, we need to dig into that. There's some questions that I want to ask. There's some like things that I need to validate. This sounds really hard and tough. And, um, the response that her therapist gave her was, you know, sometimes this is what you got to do. You just have to decide And then you have to do it. And so I think right here, you just have to make a decision and you just have to push through and do it. Do what you want to do. Which like, here's the thing. Sometimes that can be true. You do need to decide and do something. Just make a decision and do it. But that's not what was needed in this moment. My friend needed some validation. She needed some like guidance and like kind of knowing what this meant for her and what this was poking out inside of her. And I think what I got from the conversation I had with her, she felt very ignored and invalidated and almost like minimized like her, her stuff. And that can make somebody feel really small and almost stupid for thinking that their stuff was important. And that's, that can be really harmful. So not the best fit, right? That doesn't feel very safe to be able to express something really hard and then get that kind of response. And that's something that I think people who have a good fit, they feel, they feel validated, even though some of the stuff they might hear is difficult to hear back from the therapist. Now, I did a question box on Instagram to ask y'all how like you guys out there in the world knew that you had a good fit or how you knew that you didn't have a good fit. Cause I just wanted to know as like an outsider, um, what that has been like for you. And a lot of you guys expressed feeling safe, not feeling judged, feeling heard and receiving responses that weren't just them repeating or parroting what you were saying. And that I found um, interesting, that last one, because when I do intake sessions with like clients, it's like their first session, I send them this form, they fill it out. And one of the questions is, have you been to therapy before? And then was that experience helpful? Why or why not? And I usually like to take some time to talk about that in the first session if they have been, because if they've had a good experience, I'd like to know like, okay, so what was good about it? What was helpful? What did you like about this person? And if it wasn't like, what was it that like made this not a good experience for you? Let's talk about that. And a lot of times what I end up hearing is I felt like my therapist was just like repeating what I was saying or they weren't really offering me feedback or just felt like I was talking and nothing was happening. And there is a difference in a therapist not offering anything and someone wanting a therapist to fix them and do all the work. So I think there's that part that has to be like spoken for. And I think it's fair to want more than just someone staring at you and repeating what you say back in like a slower, calmer tone. 
which also can be hard because some therapists are just more non-directive and they kind of let the client guide things. And some people really like that. And some therapists are more directive. And so they'll ask more questions and they'll interject. So kind of like make more hypotheses about things that you say and have more activities that you do. Both can be good. It's what works for you and what you're looking for. So one thing that I didn't even say yet that I'm like, wait, why haven't I said this is before you know what a good fit is going to be, you have to ask yourself, what am I looking for going to therapy? What am I looking to find? Am I looking to find someone to fix me? Because I hope that you don't find a good fit of a therapist if you're finding somebody to fix you because that's not our job. But what am I looking to find? And a good fit will be like when I feel like I found that, like a short answer to this question. Anyway, so I also got some answers when I posted this to Instagram about how people knew that it wasn't a good fit. And uh, some of those were like uh, when they started using the Bible or religion to teach me things or to prove things or just would pull faith in when we hadn't already established that that's something that I wanted because we, we can do that if that's something that you want to be a part of your process. But if you don't ask for that, then we should not be putting our own faith and belief systems on you. Or like some people said, a therapist nodding off or falling asleep, which like, oh my God, I cannot imagine. Now, those things are like the like big, bad, scary things like a therapist falling asleep. Yeah, not a good fit. I would just say that that's like probably not for anybody. But you'll find more people experiencing having not a good fit when they just don't feel like the therapist is giving them what they want. And so I think it is important to ask yourself, what is it that I want out of this? And is that actually what therapy does? Am I setting my expectations too high or are my expectations too low? And what am I willing to experience in therapy, right? Sometimes it's a lot less finding the right fit and it's more about finding the right fit at the right time because a therapist often comes with putting a mirror up to clients and not everyone who initially goes to therapy is ready and willing to look in the mirror. If we don't want to acknowledge something, we may end up demonizing a therapist for saying something when that really wasn't a bad or wrong thing to say, but it created some discomfort and, you know, we might confuse discomfort with safety and we want to like project that out and deflect those feelings out. So we call them mean or we call them unprofessional when really they were doing something that probably would have been really beneficial for you if it was the right time and you were in a space where you were ready to like dig into the discomfort. You know, I was watching Big Little Lies for the first time. I know it's not a new show, but it's new to me. And they have a therapist in the show. And I really like the therapist because you know, the therapist is kind of like calm and mysterious and she doesn't say too much, but she says some things that like cause some like stir inside of her clients. And I love that because she upsets them and she elicits some emotion, but she's not doing anything bad or wrong. Well, so far, I don't know if it changes. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I really like that because a lot of times I think therapists in the media or just are idea of them is that they're these like yes man people who just like make us feel happy and comfortable and like you go to therapy and then you feel better when if you've been to therapy for a period of time you know that a lot of times it gets worse before it gets better and there are times where we really get to celebrate in therapy and there are a lot of times where it's tough and hard and it feels icky it feels uncomfortable so again yeah we're looking for the right fit, but we also have to look for the right fit at the right time. So 
to make a long answer short, even though if you're still listening to this, I'm making a long answer longer now. <laughs> the right fit is personal, really. Like that's it. It's personal and it can change and you'll know it when you're ready to receive what you need from a safe person. Um, I know that I've had therapists that I thought have been incredible and I've referred people to them and they've been like, Ugh, didn't like them. And I'm like, okay, good fit for me. Not great fit for you. And that's because we're different people. So I think I've said enough. I could keep going, I think, but I think now I'm just kind of talking in circles. So we're going to wrap it up and I hope you guys have the day you need to have. Somebody messaged me and asked about merch. I don't know. I know I got really excited and kind of jumped the gun on telling you about it. It's still happening, but my life has been chaotic in a good way. So I'm trying to slow down some things that aren't necessary. So still working on it, but I'm not being as proactive as I thought I was going to be. Sometimes you just got to make decisions because we can't do it all. Can't do it all. Whole other podcast. Anyway, I hope you guys have the day you need to have, and I will talk to you on Monday. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. Framebridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast, free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started. That's framebridge.com. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com.